Welcome back for another episode of Counting the Stars. I'm Mary Gillum, and I'm here for morning coffee with my husband, Malone Gillum, where we ponder and discuss the big questions of life. Who are we? Why are we the way we are? What is truth and what is fiction? And just as endless as the stars in the sky are, our exploration never runs out of new questions and discoveries. So grab a cup of coffee for yourself if you like, and join us as we dive into what's unfolding this week. Let's focus in on seeing a little more of life and truth and do some growing up together as family. Here we go. Good morning. Morning. How are you so far this day? Good. Single source Sumatra dark roast. Tastes great. Doing the trick. (laughs) So we um, had a week off last week, and I just want to start with true confessions and share what happened. Blue Oyster Cult. (laughs) Song True Confessions. Oh, really? See if it's anything like my story. So we usually take these on Monday morning. And we taped last Monday morning as normal. And it's become such a regular part of our routine. You know, so after we record it, I usually go off and do some work at the studio. And then end up re-listening to it and editing in the afternoon. Produce it and then release it. But after we recorded it, I realized how much I really disliked a metaphor that I put forth. (laughs) It was a metaphor that was full of holes, and I was really disappointed, (laughs) and I didn't want to confuse people, and I was really frustrated. So during that morning, I went into a a real kind of mental spin-out where I criticized myself, and I judged myself, and and it didn't take long for me to realize, with the help of God saying, Mary, what are you doing, <laughs> and why are you doing this, to realize that I, fall, I fell back into a pattern of perfectionism, performance-based thinking, which is what's what I love so much about this podcast and about the gospel is that we're not supposed to be perfect and that's not the mission of of our living but that this is an adventure of growing and learning without the expectation that we're going to do it all right and it's okay to not do it perfectly it's a relief when you hear that and you're reminded of that. And so that's kind of what I walked through last Monday. The reason it didn't get released was because when I went back to do my edits, for some reason there was a one-minute space right in the middle that included dialogue from a previous week's podcast, and I have no idea how that happened. (laughs) But when I discovered it, I was like, whew, what a relief. I don't have to put this one out. (laughs) So there's my mental spin out and the the, uh, resolution to my conflict. (laughs) In the end, 
God reminded me that he's never asked me to do anything perfectly. But to go on, you know, a journey with him and be okay when I don't do things perfectly. But you learn and you grow from those things too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, after almost every sermon, there are things I wish I could have done differently. So it's the same thing that I walk through when I'm mentally acute enough is, look, you just got to do what you do and and quit regretting that you could have said something better because... Uh, if it's about, I say this a lot, if it's about producing the Magna Carta every time, I'm only going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that um, just makes me think about the beauty of living in the present. Well, and I mean, this is a big week, right? So I, maybe that can segue into just some reflections on thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and thankfulness and gratitude Uh, as you said it's a relief Um, although it's so stupid that we think we have to live without making mistakes and because cognitively we know that that's not true but yet something inside of us propels us forward to try to to live this facade and if you're out there wondering well I'm not a perfectionist or and you might not be but the very but social media gives us away right it's we present the the best side of ourselves that's really false Mm -hmm. um, which means that we do live under those uh, clouds of pretense because we want people to think the best of us and that we have our act together, etc. Obviously, when we step back and we analyze that from a logical point of view, it's ridiculous that we do that to ourselves. Mm. Um, So there's relief and then gratitude of, well, thank God I have a God who (laughs) is not expecting that of me. Yeah. Um, So Thanksgiving. One of the things I like to do throughout the year, but certainly at Thanksgiving, is think of those um, more obscure things for which I am thankful. We often, you know, and rightly so, are thankful for our families or some significant situation or activity in our lives. But those things that are maybe only known to us, uh, where we get kind of personal um, satisfaction or contentment, you know. So in music, like I'm thankful for, just off the top of my head, I'm always thankful for a singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas named Darden Smith. Um, I think he writes really heart-touching lyrics, uh, he does it in a clever way. So, you know, I just like to rehearse things like that, that I'm thankful for Darden, and I hope he's well. Mm. Um, he'll never know who I am, and that's all right. 
but there is somebody who's thankful for the contributions he's made to the world because they've impacted me. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure we could all think of people who have influenced us in the past and it doesn't take long to come up with and to be reminded of you know how people have contributed to us and and given to us and um, and what that does even not just practicing gratefulness because it's a good thing but to live in that place and dwell in that place emotionally and even chemically in your body, what that does, it brings help. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was thinking while you were talking too, you know, it's the week of Thanksgiving and it really draws our attention to, okay, let's on purpose think about what I'm grateful for. But I also love the idea of, of, in terms of living in the present and noticing more of what's happening right now and participating more in full color as we walk through our day, both this week and into the future, and noticing those things of beauty and the things that, that bring us life and developing a way of living that's built on that kind of gratitude. Yeah, it immediately makes me think of the song by Rich Mullins called The Color Green, where he goes off in this litany of praise to God for the color green, you know, the color of fields Mm -hmm. and the color of the sky and uh, things that are often taken for granted and so simple that we overlook them. But boy, uh, if we pause and appreciate them, uh, how much... uh, life they do tend to breathe into us and that's something that's available every day uh, just to walk out your door and notice as you said those things around us for which we're grateful mm-hmm. and I think um, in times where there's obviously widespread conflict and <laughs> um emotional unease physical unease all the more important to intentionally redirect our gaze and the things that we're paying attention to to find that balance of yes i understand we have to know what's going on in the world and we have to be aware of what's happening in the news but then enough (laughs) turn your gaze to beauty and to things that fuel and build us up and replenish you know the needs that we all have to to rest and and find peace and harmony within ourselves and then that flows out to the people around us absolutely it's developing a habit of gratitude I think is going to be the difference between living as a protagonist or living as an antagonist. Mm -hmm. And as we're grateful, we live as the protagonist, even in the midst of differences, looking for uh, a way to connect and find common ground, not necessarily to uh, 
toss away our convictions, but realizing that that person is a person and um, looking for a better way rather than living antagonistically. Everything's always in opposition, um, which is a horrific way to live. I've lived that way most of my life. Um, and it's just you're always on the defense. And mm-hmm. it's hard to be grateful when you're always when you live on the defense. Yeah. So we'll play a little game here. I'm going to ask you a few questions about things you're grateful for. Just and they're going to be kind of silly and obscure, but mm-hmm. let's see what it sparks in your thinking. So we'll, I'll jump off from Rich Mullins. What color are you grateful for today? Actually, I agree with Rich Mullins that for some reason the color green always speaks to me, and I love the color. Like all the shades of green, they, and I haven't studied this, but there's probably, you know, the feng shui of every color and what it, what it is supposed to uh, impart or inspire in us. But it, to me, it's a color of life and vitality, and I love the color green. Yeah, so I'm going to differentiate a little bit. I'm not ask, when I ask you this, I'm not asking about your favorites. Okay. Just for something you're grateful for today, because that can change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like today, as I was thinking about it, I'm going to say I'm grateful for the color, um, kind of rust or dark orange, because I'm thinking of falls. Mm-hmm. falls mm-hmm. leaves on fall trees right and of course that's something that happens seasonally but how much uh enjoyment i get from seeing the changing of the seasons and the color of the leaves it um it's just amazing the the different hues you get so today i'm grateful for kind of dark orange mm-hmm. well i've been exploring how to do um, we've talked about <clears throat> tablescapes for Thanksgiving, like what we want to do with our table and China and how to set up for Thanksgiving dinner. And it's funny just to hear people's opinions about that. So I get on my Pinterest page and I'm looking at, I love French country. So I'm looking at just those soft, natural tones of earth. So the, the, um, the stone color itself and the beiges and the soft, you know, tans and browns and so similar to fall colors. That's mm-hmm. probably what we're going to build on the table. So you'll be right at home. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so because food is such a huge part of uh, a Thanksgiving da- gathering, what's a food you're grateful for today? I'm thankful for Jamaican jerk sauce, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm going to make to go with the turkey. (laughs) Man, I love this stuff, too. Um, We found this in a recipe book that we've got called, I think it's called Island Barbecue, uh, and it's from Jamaica. Uh, But it's got a recipe that we've made a number of times of this vibrant green hot scotch bonnet jerk sauce but boy is it fantastic really helps turkey because <laughs> turkey needs some help i think it helps everything <laughs> um i mean it could probably 
go good on ice cream. Uh, it's just really awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I am grateful. I tell you, I am grateful for uh, a good pot of pinto beans. Mm-hmm. We had that recently, and I we haven't had that in a long time. And I've forgotten how much I love pinto beans. Uh, it reminded me growing up, sometimes we'd eat pinto beans over cornbread, um, which is just great stuff. Uh, so, yeah, the simple things. I'm grateful for pinto beans. All right, how about a musical artist? I mentioned Darden Smith. So. Hmm. Um, I always kind of go back to um, Sarah McLaughlin is a, a big influence on me. I love her songwriting. I love the tone of her music. It's beautiful and soulful and emotional. But... You have introduced me to Ben Webster, and he might be my new favorite jazz musician. Yeah, Ben Webster's a tenor saxophone player from uh, the middle of last century. And I actually discovered him watching a show on Amazon Prime called Bosch. And Bosch likes Ben Webster, and he would play some on the show. And I thought, man, I really like this. So... I began to get into Ben Webster a couple of years ago. Um, So I agree with you. Love Ben Webster. Well, the final thing, I'm really... uh, I like this little quiz. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's the end of the questions. Just a, I'm grateful for you. You know, to count the stars with you. Um, We've talked about this a number of times, how fortunate we feel uh, to be able to have very open conversations um, and that we're generally on the same page uh, about so many things, which is nice, Um, but uh, that we don't take our relationship for granted, that it does certainly take cultivating like any good garden does, uh, but really grateful that I guess you have the stick to to keep cultivating with me. <laughs> when you could have gone to find some other patch of ground, which is probably more pleasing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it is mutual. You have stuck right along with me in all of my mental spin outs one after another. <laughs> well, that being said, for anyone out there who chooses to listen to this, number one, thank you. Uh, and number two, you know, happy Thanksgiving. I mm-hmm. hope you uh, have a moment to reflect on some things for which you are grateful uh, or for whom you are grateful, whether it's people or things, uh, the simple things, certainly the big things too, but just a few simple things that cross your mind that say, you know what, my life has been um, more colorful and uh, more pleasant because these simple things have entered my life and i think those are the things that are really fun to think about so happy thanksgiving couldn't have said it better myself thanks for sharing your time with us today we hope you feel encouraged and included in all of these discussions above all we really want you to know that you matter 
and we're all really just one big family. So until next week, keep noticing your stars, enjoy your freedom to explore life, and just take it one step at a time.